Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mm. Okay, that's the last thing I put in my mouth um, while we're recording. You're recording now. Yeah, but people can hear you. you. No, no, but it's going to be another. No, it's not just a peanut. It is. No, to many of us, it's torture. I'm going to drink and swill away the residue. But you're going to be for at least five minutes. The problem is, it's eight o'clock. Yeah, that's when the fasting begins. So I was cramming as much. Food into my mouth before eight o'clock. <laughs> I could. Well, it's eight o two now, so you have to stop. I had two of those ton of caramel wafer Shut biscuit up. things. This is what this is the problem mm-hmm. with intermittent fasting. I I too do this. I think eight o'clock's coming. Let's have a third dinner. Yeah. Um, no, don't eat any more. Don't have another nut. No. It's only two for, minutes past eight. Yeah, but eight. for us, okay. If you have another nut, let's pause it and come back. After five minutes, when you've finished properly, they'll never know. Out. The listeners won't they know. will. Okay, eat a nut and we <laughs> listen to the complaints. <laughs> the complaints. That's going to take us to uh, trading standards. It's outrageous. This podcast, the, the masticating that goes on in it is just. Outrageous. It is. It is horrible, though. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can hear you licking your teeth and everything, and all the saliva in you your do, teeth. You only know that because you can see me doing no, it. No, I can. If I shut my, if I shut my eyes, it's even worse. If you worse. shut your ears, because if I, ah. sh- if I've got my eyes open, at least I get to look at your face while you're doing mm. it, and I think, oh, you I, see what it feels like. I can hear what it sounds like. That's what yeah. it sounds like. Um, yeah. Well, no more. It's all done. It's gone. Look, you see, you're still licking things out of your teeth. I've got lovely flavour in my mouth. <laughs> with all the... I'm eating salt and vinegar peanuts, salt and vinegar KP we peanuts. Have we, we must have We've recommended them those. a long time ago, yeah. but they're so salt and vinegary. They're so nice. I love really twangy stuff. Mm. You know, like they were saying you should eat, they, whoever they are, were saying that you should drink some vinegar before you have a meal. Apple cider, yeah. Does it have to be apple cider vinegar? It seems to be that is the trend, but I mean... Could it, it be should, another vinegar? But isn't vinegar just vinegar? Well, that's what I would have thought. Maybe an expert out there could come and tell us. What about Jessie's? Jessie's an expert. Should she I call is, her right now? She's a busy girl. Well, why don't you text her now and just no, say... No, I'm going to phone her. Let's get like hotline to just... Um, and ask her. Right. Can I just eat a pickled onion instead of having a, a tablespoon okay. of apple cider vinegar? I love pickled onions. I could do that. No bother. She's in America, but we are phoning the right time for America. Yeah, it's a good time. So it's 8pm here. I wonder, what are they, they're five hours behind? 3pm on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. She'll be doing now. She'll be still be in bed. She'll be she'll be working, I know, Jessie. On a Sunday? But she'll be writing down her glucose levels after Sunday lunch. Yeah. You can follow Jessie as the glucose goddess on Instagram. She's very good. She's not going to pick She's up. That's how much up. she loves me. Okay, just text her and say, instead of a tablespoon of vinegar... Could Michael okay. just have a pickled onion before I'm going to send her um, a message. Mm-hmm. Um, Saskia messaged me the other day uh, from the hairdressers where the hairdresser was using one of my hair dryers. I saw. 
It's pretty amazing, isn't I it? I saw. Um, um, I'm going to record a message. Oh, go on, go on. Hi, Jesse. It's Davina and Michael. We're recording our podcast right now. And we just wanted to ask you, what is the score? What kind of vinegar do you need to eat before a meal? Does it have to be apple cider vinegar? Why does it have to be apple cider mm. vinegar? And can Michael eat a pickled onion before dinner instead? Will that do the same thing? Probably pickled onions got sugar in it. I think pickled onions have got sugar in. Well, it's a vegetable. They've all got sugar in, haven't they, I suppose? Vegetables haven't... Vegetables. Vegetables have got sugar in. Of course they do. What do you mean? Vegetables have got sugar in them. They can't. I don't think plants can grow without sugar. They produce it. Everything's got sugar in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Google that. I I really think you should start your own food Instagram account. (laughs) What, along with everybody else? Is there sugar in broccoli? Yeah, 1.7 grams of it. Oh, fuck. In 100 grams of broccoli. broccoli. What other vegetable do you want to test? What did we just say? What? We didn't say broccoli, did we? Vegetables. Vegetables. Vegetables? What What other vegetable do you want to analyse? Peas. Peas. Oh, peas have got to be The loads of sugar. How much sugar in peas? Six grams per hundred grams. Fuck. Yeah? But that's not bad sugar. No, no, Because it way outweighs... Yeah, yeah. ...any, but um, it's not looking good for your pickled onion. How much much sugar in pickled onions? (gasps) How much sugar in... In fact, I think probably we should cut most of this out. This is a bit boring. I don't think so. I think people would be sat at home going, yeah, how much sugar is in a pickled onion? Uh, pickled onions. Well, there's even protein in there as well. Um, carbs. Eight grams must be per hundred grams. Yeah, there is. Calories. Per fifty grams, that is. Yeah. Oh, sugar zero. But that's because it's no added sugar. But that, but that is good news for you. Haywood's pickled onions. Yeah. Okay. That is good news for you. It is, isn't it? Okay. Now, all we need is the approval of the glucose goddess and you are in business. I, on the other hand, am not because I hate all vinegar. Do you? So if I do yeah. something with a bit of balsamic vinegar on no, it, you don't that. like it? Oh, you like I love that because that. okay. that's got loads of sugar, sugar in it. In it. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. I bought a new balsamic vinegar from Sainsbury's yesterday. Yes, I yesterday. noticed that. Um, because the one we've got here is very, treacly. It's very sweet. Yeah, it's really reduced yeah, and I... like a really wet runny one I buy I buy the really reduced one and a, the sugary one you mean yeah yeah how are you You've, you have to train me I am doing I'm doing okay. my best I'm doing okay. my best how are you you all right I feel quite good today yeah it's a Sunday we, today by we've the way, folks. got stuff done today can oh. I tell everybody what you did you're welcome to yeah Michael built a kitchen yeah outside um yeah. we've got a little covered area he built in the barbecue last summer mm-hmm. and this year he has built a sort of another bit on the other side of the wall mm-hmm. and it is like a countertop and a, and a sink and he built his own taps. It taps is absolutely yeah. brilliant. We take a picture of the... Take You're a picture so of it. clever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, it's basically... I always think wood is like Meccano. You just stick it together with stuff and make stuff. Oh, you've already taken a picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. God, you took a lovely picture of it. Mm-hmm. Make sure all the people get to see that. I'm, I'll, I'll send it to everyone. <laughs> Um, very good. I really enjoy it. I find doing DIY, I'm going to recommend this for people, 
is to do a little DIY job. And it's so meditative. Is that a word? Yes. That it really frees me up in quite a big way. You know, like, I've really relaxed today as a result of doing that whole thing. And you've got a lot on your plate. I've got a lot on my plate, Haven't yeah. You? I've got all sorts of mashed potato, peas, gravy, three types of meat, a massive Yorkshire pudding, all that metaphorically on my plate. Mm. But um, I'm going to eat and most of that this week. And there's a big week this week ahead for big your week. work yeah, yeah. and your business. And um, by the way, if anyone out there is waiting for a hairdryer or the replacement nozzles... It's that, coming that, this coming. week. They've been... They've been They've been uh, trapped at customs because they've done a random routine check on my container. In, in, just in case you're Pablo Escobar. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to find. I mean, it is possible that someone could have shipped drugs over in my container. No, it's not. It's not. It's quite possible. No, it's not. It's not me, but it, I guess that's what they're looking for. It's not going to happen. Oh, so anyway, uh, I'm really sorry for people who are waiting for things. It, it, it's in the country and it's on its way. This is Sunday, by the way. Sunday the what? What is it? Sunday the, Sunday the 5th. And so that has been quite stressful. Oh, it's been very stressful, yes. But, but um, everything is very exciting for you at the moment. Yeah, but along with the excitement comes a bit of stress and DIY really helps that. Now, what was the recommendation that we said last year? Was it Wix? Yeah. Who had that really nice page and they do lots of um, mm. things for DIY and they were talking about the connection between DIY and mental health. Oh, and they did a so whole good. kind of blog and everything on mm. it. Really good, that. Anyway. It's very good for me mental health, that. Um, I quickly, for a laugh, want to recommend uh-huh. this guy who makes me absolutely howl. Mm-hmm. What's he called? He's called Shabbos Says. Shabbos Says has got 838,000 followers on Instagram. Honestly? Yes. That many? Yes. Shabbos Says calls himself a digital creator. He's a modern-day Robin Hood. <laughs> I beg your pardon. CEO of Not Being a Povo. And on TikTok, he's got one and a half million followers. Wow. And this man is absolutely freaking hilarious. So, he basically does this kind of split screen commenting on, you know how Instagram is just full of people who are just desperate to show off mm-hmm. how much money they've got. Yeah. And I always think like, have you got like no idea how people live? Like yeah. it's like 1% of the world can mm. afford to do what you're doing. And I mean, especially now when things are really difficult mm. and you're flashing the cash. Anyway, he's the best antidote to that ever because he's in an Udi. Mm-hmm. We haven't recommended Udi's ever, have we? No, I don't I mean, an Udi basically an is just a massive fleece uh-huh. thing that goes over your head and is a body... Like, Sunny always used to oh, wear okay. Udi's. Yes, yes, I don't know what you mean. It's yeah. like a massive fleece blanket with a hood on it. Okay. Um and uh, he does really funny commentary on 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 other people's videos. You know how there's a craze for people to get their houses organised, mm-hmm. and um, you you pay for somebody to come over to your house and they whip your wardrobe into shape and they yes. bring you know uh, draw dividers. I've got you. I yeah. don't I don't need to I pay do somebody to do yeah, that because yeah. you do it for yeah, me. Yeah. But um, Michael's amazing. I, every time. I, I come home, there's another divider of something. Yeah, organised. You've sorted out Chester's cupboards, my cupboards, like, you're it's amazing. It's a representation of my brain. Yeah, you're very organised. It has to be organised, yeah. otherwise it's too much, you can't cope. 
So mm-hmm. th- there's a very funny video where somebody has gone around to somebody's house and they've gone next level. They've mm-hmm. gone very like extra. Anyway, I'm going to play you a little bit of the organisational video. Hold on. Already? Hi there. You're Paul. Here's how not to look it. Your fridge must be bare minimum. Only foods that are attractive and colourful must go in these labelled containers. Anything that is ugly and that doesn't fit these containers, throw it away. <laughs> Take all items out of their original containers to put them into new containers. You have time. You're rich. Freezers must not have frozen food from frozen food shops. That's for povels. Povels eat frozen food. Rich people keep food that they make in containers. You must have laundry cupboards with useless products you're never going to use in containers. Labelled. Only povels have cleaning products that are multicoloured. No. Let the cleaner bring her own. Only have white items labelled. Make sure you have a hundred different boxes of Tupperware because everything needs to go in a box. If you buy an item that doesn't fit into these containers, throw it away. Snack drawers should not look like this. You should have containers with a few things in them. Anything that doesn't fit in these containers, throw it away. Cutlery drawers must not be silver. Cutlery must be gold because then it looks expensive. And also only keep one or two things in these drawers. We have space. We're rich. Cereals must be taken out of their boxes. Yeah, it's very, very good. And um, I've been round to people's houses that are so organised, where you open the cupboard and everything is all in a Tupperware box. You actually end up feeling a bit uncomfortable, I think, sometimes, because you think, my God, what happens if I put the box back in the box? I'm actually slightly jealous of it as well. are you? A little bit, yeah. I wonder if it does represent, like, like your life is sorted Mm. and organised and look at this, like, and I look at it and think, oh, I'd love all my cupboards to be... Basically, I've got to stop spending, wasting time looking for stuff. It should be in a box with a label on it, then I can find it. Boom, yeah? I also think that um, there is a level of calm that comes with um, tidiness. So it's not necessarily just organisation, but it's tidiness. So Mm. um, there was a really good... Um, thing I saw on Instagram Mm. once I think it was in lockdown and it was a soldier and he was talking about the way that he starts his day sets up his whole intention for the day and that is he wakes up and he makes the bed Mm -hmm. we're quite good at doing that yeah and we wake up we make sure that we don't go out without making Mm -hmm. the bed because it sets your intention for the day and it also there is a feeling of calm and organization Mm -hmm. and sort of tidiness and yeah you're on it. I, th- I do feel like sometimes if I don't make the bed, I, my day is slightly it's chaotic. Slightly, yes. I think also, I think tidiness is a bit like money. Like you can just never have enough of it. Mm. And you can it can start to dictate your life. Like if something's not tidy, you can't get on mm. and do something else. Like I also use it as a reason to procrastinate. Like mm. I can't do that clearly. I've got to tidy up first. Mm. So I tidy up and don't do the thing I know I should do because mm. I don't actually want to do that thing. So I waste my time tidying up. I've got to learn to let go of tidying up a little bit and say it's all right for it to look a bit shit for a while Mm. because I've actually got something much more important to do. It's an endless negotiation with myself, that, about tidiness. Mm. I'm slightly obsessed with it, but I'm trying at the same time not to be obsessed with it. Because there's a woman called Lucy. Mm -hmm. We recommended her. She went to Joel and Hannah's house and and did all their drawers. She's done a lot of famous people's houses. yeah. And I want to look her up now because I want to give her a little recommendation because we can't really talk about tidying unless we talk about the making the cut tidy person. Okay, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, you know, I'm trying to recommend to myself not to be too tidy, really, you know. Let it, 
Let it go. Let it go. Okay, while you're doing that, I am going to mention a movie that we went to see this week, folks, and I would recommend it to you. It's called Cocaine Bear. Now, oh, I think my a, God. A lot of you it's so will good. have seen a trailer for this or uh, heard about it or read an article about it or whatever. I think the, the last review I read of it got like four out of five stars. It's under two hours. I'm not sure what it gets on IMDb. Let's have a little look. You know the thing um, I liked about it? Go on. It was much funnier than I was expecting it mm. to be. I did think that possibly it would be kind of a schlock horror. Yes. But the acting in it was mm. extraordinary. It was good. So um, an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists and teens um, converge on a Georgia forest where a huge black bear... Uh, on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. So the bear stumbled across a bunch of cocaine. It's dropped out of an airplane of the sky. And then it obviously gets a taste for it and then wants more and more of it. And it sends it kind of wild. Mm. I mean, it's a wild bear already. You know, it was under two hours. Sonny said, should we go and see it? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go and watch any movie at the movies. I love the movies, you know. But I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. Oh, it was uh, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. So what I would say is the first third of the film, I was a bit like, this is a bit shit. I don't think it's that great. The script's not that good. Um, it's kind of trying to be funny, but it's not very funny. And then about a third in, something really funny happens and shocking and outrageous. And then I just thought, I love this film. Mm, and and then Ray Liotta's from- in it. Oh, yeah, it's the and, last film he made, uh, it was I think, the last, isn't Yeah, it? and they did in memory of Ray mm. Liotta at the end. And he was absolutely freaking brilliant in it. The yeah. park ranger was amazing. Um, the young boy and girl were yeah. absolutely brilliant. It's a film that's set in the 80s. And what they've done very cleverly is made it as though it was been made in the 80s. And I don't just mean in the clothes and the fashion, but also... The whole feel of the movie is a bit like The Goonies. It's a bit like Stand By Me. It's a bit like Back to the Future. It's got it's got a real sense of all these uh, 80s movies in it. And it's the music and it's the clothes and the hairstyles and all sorts of stuff. But also the kind of the, the mum in it yes. is kind of the hero in it. And I remember watching lots of kids, in the, of kids films in the 80s where the mum somehow saves the day, you know. Mm. And it was just... I was like, God, I feel like I've seen this film 20 times when I was a kid. You know, it's just, it's just really good. It gets 6.4 on IMDb, which is way lower than it should be. I'm really surprised by that. I'm going to vote for it. It's easy a seven. It's one hour 35 and it's a 15. I'd definitely go to the cinema to watch it if you can, rather than wait for it to come on telly. The bear is brilliant. The special effects are superb. And Mitch is in it from Modern Family, you know, Mitch and Cam and... uh, I'd never seen him in anything other than Modern no. Family, but he's really he's good at really, it, you know. Really good yeah, at it. and the sheriff, the park ranger woman, oh, she's is so just funny. great. It, and there's loads of good cameos in there and little bits that crop up, and it's just, I, I'd watch it again in a heartbeat. Yes, really, I want to so see I'd it again. Highly for recommend sure. it. I don't know how. I think m- Chester's gonna love it. Oh yeah, if you've got teenage boys and girls, yeah, hilarious. It's an it's a no brainer. It's it's just a really good fun family romp. It is a fifteen. So, you know, you can um, do what you will with that. Um, but, yeah, it's so good. Cocaine really, really good. Bear. Yeah. I quickly want to talk about a book that I got sent quite a long time ago. And it was at uh, a time in my life when I was talking a lot about my book and 
about the menopause and um, about loads of other kind of doctors and mm-hmm. people to follow. And and I put this book to one side and I've just discovered it again because her Instagram account has been so good and it's really been sort of shouting at me over mm-hmm. the past few weeks. And I saw the book and it connected me to her Instagram account. And I thought, God, I must talk about it because she also started the Lady Garden Foundation with Jenny Halpin. Oh, yeah, yeah. So her name is Mika Simmons, and she's an actress, and she's a filmmaker mm-hmm. and a podcaster, and she talks about the happy vagina, and I think I think her podcast is called The Happy Vagina, and it covers women's health. And she started the Lady Garden Foundation, which covers gynecological um, cancers, and funds research into treatments. And I'm talking about this uh, as well a little bit this week because this week we went to obviously go and see Janie Godley and she has ovarian cancer, which she will not recover from. She is, um, you know, on maintenance chemo now. And I I feel like I want to kind of talk about the Lady Garden Foundation a bit. She is an absolutely brilliant and... uh, interesting woman she's written this book and i'm gonna just show you a little bit of it Mm -hmm. um the thing i like about it is that it's one of those books that you can kind of pick up put down you can read uh, a page and there's always something on it that's very helpful um it's about everything about women and their vaginas Mm -hmm. and their fertility and everything from sex quite a lot about sex in there types of orgasm how you can types types of orgasm yeah there's more than one type literal g-spot a-spot u-spot v-spot vaginal cervical sleepgasm i've had an orgasm in my sleep several it's great yeah i know it took me ages though (laughs) banging away down there you know i think crikey i'm gonna wake her up in a minute Do it on your own, you know. Oh, God. Nipple. A nipple orgasm. This does not surprise me. For many women, nipple stimulation activates the same region of the brain as clitoral, vaginal and cervical stimulation. Wow. Yes. Corgasm. What? A corgasm is an orgasm. See, look. See, we've opened it. No, but we've opened the page. Yeah. And any page you open it on is of interest See, to you as well, right? Totally, yeah, yeah. Anyway, shall I carry on telling you about the corgasm? What's the use? Okay, corgasm um, is an orgasm that occurs while performing physical activity like abs exercises. Jim, anyone? Shut up. Can you imagine that? No. It's an orgasm for doing abs. Yeah, because if you think about it properly... I will tell you what we'll be thinking about. I can totally see that. The U-spot is another important area that might be easier for some women to find than the A-spot. Positioned at the opening of the vagina directly above and to either side of the urethral open opening where women urinate from. Often referred to as the female prostate, the U-spot can produce very pleasurable and powerful erotic sensations when stroked lightly. And since it's easier to see, it's easier to find than the mysterious G-spot. I mean, God, G-spot, A-spot, U-spot, V-spot. Crikey. Viva La Vulva. It's Coldplay's new album. I knew it was uh, complicated down there. Uh, do these things to enhance your sex life. You you'll, have to, you'll have to buy the book to find out, people. Okay, yeah, Do yeah. these things to ruin your sex life. Oh, yeah, skip foreplay. Bad. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, lost your libido, question mark. This one's a good one. Yeah. Cara Delevingne's got a good quote in here. It says, whoever said diamonds are a girl's best friend never had the right vibrator. <laughs> 
Anyway, good. this book, uh, You Were Wild Once, Don't Let Them Tame You. That was Isadora Duncan. Yeah. I love this as well. Wear the damn shorts. And there's a picture, there's a mm. drawing of a girl in a pair of shorts with some cellulite. And uh, I am so like, wear the you damn are shorts. That girl, yeah. Like, whatever your legs right. look like, just fucking do it. Mm. Um, and I really, 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 really. Uh, if I'd wanted politics in my vagina, I'd fuck a senator. That's quite good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, um, so I cannot... Look, this is this has been out for a while, and yeah. I feel it's very remiss of me, mm-hmm. um, Mika Simmons, that I have not spoken about this before. And I am, I'm really sorry, because this is an important book. Yeah. And if I was going to recommend a book to go alongside mine... <laughs> <laughs> Be the menopause, and, uh, menopausing, and, the happy, and the happy vagina. There's something very um, nice about the phrase "happy vagina." Yeah. I wonder. It's like da 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 da. Happy vagina. Yeah, yeah. Well, in a song, it is in a song. Uh, Tim Minchin wrote a song called "Confessions." Yes, and it's on his second album called "Ready for This," and then "Confessions" is in three parts, so three sections. But there's a bit in the song where he says. He says, lipstick is for making your lips look more like the lips of a happy vagina. Oh, my God. He says the happy vagina in a song. Yeah, yeah. I love that. But um, I like, I also like the idea that that's what lipstick is. It's supposed to make your lips look like a happy vagina. Yeah. I think uh, the other thing, a friend of mine had this idea. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, like, making your lips, your yeah. vagina look nice. That um, how sad it is how many girls don't like their vaginas. Like, yeah. They don't like the look of them. They think that they're mm. revolting. That is because perhaps somebody's made them feel like that or somebody's commented mm. on them or joked about them in the past and it's yeah. stuck and it's made you feel ridiculous. And it's a real shame that because <clears throat> this, this girlfriend that I know, my intimate waxer, mm-hmm. was going to start a website yeah. where she just got women to upload a close-up picture of their, of their vagina I thought was a fucking brilliant idea mm. because then girls yeah. obviously anonymously yeah <laughs> well, I can um, see yours here look, I, yeah. I wondered if I put mine in a lineup whether you'd recognise it I think you would yeah it depends who else was in the lineup. Um I don't have any identical <laughs> twins or anything so um, um, yeah but I think I think that um, mm. I mean the, the, the sad thing is is that it would get abused Yes. It, it would be used for the wrong reasons. But if you could use it for the right reasons and say to young girls, this is what... I mean, the same thing for guys and dicks, right? Oh, yeah. This God, is, this is, a uh, this is, this is why dicks. we love naked yeah. attraction. Exactly. But naked attraction, you do get to see, as a man, mm. you get to see a penis, like loads of penises. But as a woman, you only get to see the outside of the vagina. Yeah. What she's talking about is to really legs apart... Okay, show your vagina, yeah, yeah. labia, vulva, yeah, yeah. like, you know, everything. The whole nine yards. The whole nine yards. <laughs> Love it. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's probably small uh, on that, that um, note, I just um, want to also tell you about the Lady Garden Challenge. Okay. Um, it's in 2023. It is April. Um, and what you want to do is to go on to ladygardenfoundation.com um, look up Lady Garden Challenge and come along and support it. It's a 5K or a 10K run mm. in Hyde Park in London. It's really good fun. They raised 30 grand last year. I'm hosting and running. So are you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's a really, really fun morning. It's early. Mm-hmm. On a Saturday morning, you're done by 11 How o'clock. Early? Eight, nine, something like that. Oh, I mean, no, but it's really nice. 
I'm no, you're going to love it. I'm you're going to love it. I haven't run a 5K outdoors for no. quite a long time. And we're going to, this is a reason to get fit. This is our next focus. I have no problem running a 5K. I can do that. I just haven't done it outdoors for a long time. You ate a peanut. Oh, I'm so sorry. What are I'm you so doing? sorry. God, I kept looking I at them. I can hear it. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Um, yes, I can't wait to run the 5K uh, for the Lady Garden charity. It'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait to run with you because we haven't run together we haven't, outside actually. for absolutely ages. Yeah, we yeah. used to do it a lot. Do you think you'll win? Do you think you'll beat me? Um, no, I do definitely. Do we have a race? No, I definitely okay. know I won't beat okay. you. You know who we're running with? Uh, Anna McDonald. Yeah, and. Yeah. And David. Yes. And he runs like, like up mountains yes. and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, and he's got legs <laughs> three times as long as ours. Mm hmm. Yeah, he's massive. He's like six foot ten or something. What's the point? I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to do it. Forget it. Um, anyway, um, that really all sounds forward. really good. I mean, I like all these books. I like anything that encourages people to like themselves as they are. You know, like um, it's very interesting. I think what's happened over the last ten years with the whole um, debate around uh, gender identity and all the rest of it, because. In the run-up to that, it felt to me like certainly as I was raising kids, was all about self-acceptance and being happy in your own skin with who you are and learning to kind of have a good relationship with yourself mm. you know and it strikes me as that women have had quite a tricky time I mean they've always had a tricky time but it's been very tricky recently with the whole uh, trans debate and all the rest of it that's been mm. going on I listened to a podcast this week or, or a bit of a podcast this week with Winston Marshall at The Spectator who was interviewing a guy called Matt Walsh and Matt Walsh had made a very controversial movie called What is a Woman where he goes to interview various gender experts. Oh, is this and... the one I saw uh, at the trailer of? Yes. Yes. So I'm going to watch this film, but... Uh, 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 where is it? It's... I don't actually it's know where it's... It's not mainstream. anywhere mainstream. No, I think you That's might have to subscribe well. to the Daily it's Wire. It's a documentary, isn't it? It's a documentary called mm. What is a Woman, where he basically goes to interview a, a bunch of experts from across the field, from on the right and the left, people that are for this argument, people that are against this argument, whatever the argument is where he tries to define what a woman actually and is. It is a genuine... He is genuinely asking this question and trying to get genuine informa information yeah. from experts. He's not He's not coming from a particular a sensationalist angle. It angle. doesn't feel no. like it to me. Um, and I just thought I would put it out there that I'm going to watch this thing. There might be other people who might be interested in watching it. I don't know whether it's any good, whether I'll like it or whether you'll like it or anything like that. I just thought I'd put it out there because I was... Really interested to hear him speak. And then mm. I watched the trailer for this thing and I thought, I'm definitely going to watch this. You know, mm. it just looked like something that had me hooked. And I think at the same time, because I'm listening to this J.K. Rowling podcast, it, is that it ties into the whole debate about where that idea has come from, mm. where it spawned from and why it's become so big. Mm. Uh, the idea is that women have become extremely difficult to identify Um so yeah that's quite an interesting sentence oh God, isn't it right, it's like yeah, such like, a funny thing yeah um and i can understand why it, i can see how it's happened so easily but it's like a conversation that i've been ultimately just not even drawn into because i i i'm interested in talking about it to lots of people because mm. i'm so interested to find out what it? what it is or what it means even to a young person like what can I say? Mm -hmm. What can't I say? Yeah. What? what I know, are I know. you offend, like, offended it's by essentially, this? So I don't say anything, yeah, it's, which it's, is sad. Well, it, you don't say anything, and neither do I, out of fear. Mm. Because mm. there are so many 
people saying the wrong thing mm. <laughs> who thought they were saying the right thing. Mm. And that's one of the reasons I want to watch it, I think, mm. really. Cause... Have you listened to any more um, J.K. Rowling? Uh, well, I listened to the third episode this week, which is a lot less about her and a, mm. and, and a lot about this movement. Um, there are two very big social media websites, one called Tumblr, not websites, but I've, I've heard of t- I know Tumblr. Tumblr and yeah, then yeah. there was one called 4chan. I've never uh, heard of that. No, I'd never heard of 4chan, but... Are they a, big? A lot of very... I mean, I know Tumblr was big. The, this uh, toxicity of cancel culture was born on Tumblr and mm. then it merged into 4chan, which became hyper-toxic, and that's what started to get people... What do you mean by toxic? Just like, um, oh, I hate that, pulling, they shouldn't be doing that? Or... Started to publicly shame people. So let's say, for instance, you were a famous actress and mm. you'd worn uh, an Indian headdress at a festival mm. at some point three or four years ago and a picture had reappeared. Oh, I see. They'd got hold of that picture and then they'd now start to claim that you were culturally appropriating that culture and you should be apologising and if you weren't prepared to do that, you would be then taken oh, out. Oh, God. So this kind of... Do you know, so that is like... So it came from a specific came place. came from 4chan. Can I just say something? Just, yeah. I know I'm going to sound so old-fashioned, mm. but c- cultural appropriation, mm-hmm. I totally understand... Mm. If um, somebody is, say, culturally appropriating something to make money, money. out of yeah. it. and But if, if you go to somewhere, you know, back in the olden days, I used to go to Morocco and I'd buy a jalaba, mm-hmm. you know, one of those long white kind of yes. like um, gown type thing. Yeah, yeah. And then some of the pointy slippers with the curly toes. Yeah, and yeah. Wear them when I came back. Mm. You know, I would have called that cultural appreciation. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody goes to India and they buy a sari, which they're never going to wear mm. at home, but, you know, you yeah. buy it because you're appreciating another country's culture. Mm-hmm. And I and I think it is a, there is a very clear line where you are using someone's culture yeah, yeah. As, and you're not a member of that culture uh, yeah. to make money. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that is not right. Yeah. But then I think if you innocently wear mm-hmm. a headdress somewhere that you like, that you think is pretty. I think you, your your intention. Uh, the intention. The intention is completely fine. I, I think that's, it's not, it's not really about what you intended. It's more these groups that were born out on 4chan we'll and Tumblr uh, was using as a way of perhaps control um, and um and also a sense of virtue signaling that I'm doing a good thing by taking this person out, you know. So they get... I can understand that. Oh yeah, because it nothing... would make you feel good. Make you feel pretty good about yeah. yourself, you know. I can you understand to take that. Someone who's very high up the hierarchy, not and going also, down a peg or two, and claim you're doing a good thing. Making someone feel scared who mm. is very up high up the hierarchy when you're you're mm. no one yeah. is also quite a buzz. It's very interesting. What I would say is that I don't I, I don't have any big um, statements to say about this whole no. subject. Um, but I'm just tiptoeing into it, really. So I don't necessarily agree with anything I'm listening to or disagree with anything I'm listening to. I don't I'm think just, you need to. I mean, just, I think yes. we we get the point, like, you're just trying to learn about it yeah, and yeah. find out why it's happened. Uh, and, and meet lots of other people that also want to learn about it, mm. which is why I'm talking about it here, really. So um, the, 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 the documentary is called What is a Woman? And it's by a guy called Matt Walsh. Who definitely divides opinion. He's definitely on the right Who is he? Um, of politics, oh, I is would he? say. I don't I wouldn't say he's far right or anything like that. 
Um, but um, but do, do his politics come into it? Is that a big thing? Is it seen as a political? I, I, Sorry, I must I sound it, really dense. No, not at all. I, I think it's quite a hard thing to to lay out because um, I think it was once, and now it is such a melting pot of opinions. That because I people think... people on the right get cancelled as well. Like it is largely people on the right being cancelled by people on the left. I think oh, is, is, is how it's working. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Um, so, but people on the left also get cancelled. Yes, the, the, the whole thing. The whole thing's cancelled. come full circle. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. This is okay. what David Bedil's brilliant book "Jews Don't Count" was yeah. about. It was his as a leftist criticizing the left you know um so yeah it's all gone slightly mad i think over the last few years Mm. hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. We went to see Janie Godley this week. Oh, um, I mean... It was so good. Fuck, she's so funny. I expect her to be as good as that. And we don't know why. But... I mean, she's been a comedian yeah. for so long. Yeah. And I think basically, you know, there are a few people whose careers were made by lockdown. Mm-hmm. And she was absolutely one of them. She, like... Yeah. She was big, mm. but she became mega. Mm. Um, doing the voices. During lockdown, doing yeah. all the voices and her Nicola Sturgeon. I mean, mm. her and Nicola Sturgeon sort of communicate. You know, when Nicola Sturgeon stood down, yes. she... Um, Did she say thanks to Jamie yeah, Godley? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How great is that? Um, and then I think on top of that, so we went we went to see her. We went backstage to see her first and she was such a bloody nice person. It was I know. And you know what I really um, appreciated as well? Mm-hmm. Like your mum... I came with us. Yeah. And she loves Jamie Godley. Yes. And I can't tell you how heartwarming and wholesome it was that Jamie Godley literally just devoted so much time mm. to making Helen feel amazing. Oh, she really And did, Helen yeah. appreciated it oh, so much, over, didn't yeah, she? Yeah. I mean and and I mean I know you're gonna be talking about Janie's daughter. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but both of them were just so super kind mm. to your mum. It was it was beautiful. But on top of that, they were both extremely funny. So Ashley, which is Janie's daughter, was her warm-up act, who's been a stand-up, I think, for 10 years, she was saying. Um, and I always think it's an interesting dynamic, that. I remember Kate Bush, Kate Bush brought her son out, remember, during her concerts that she did. And there's something kind of interesting about bringing your kids out on stage with you or whatever. And I yes. Thought, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be interesting. You know? Yes. Um, 
She's called Ashley Story, uh, is her daughter, and the surname is S-T-O-R-R-I-E. And she's a comedian and a broadcaster in Scotland. She's on BBC Scotland, and she has her own show, I think, at 10pm 10 till 1am, I think, at BBC Scotland. Um, and she's on the BBC Sound, so I haven't listened to that yet, but I'm definitely going to, because she came out and did about half an hour at the beginning, and it was brilliant. And- I mean, I was also a mm. bit because what happened was normally what happens is the warm up comes on, mm. and then yeah. the comedian comes, comes on. on. Yeah. But what happened was Janie comes on is equally kind of heartwarming and mm. hilarious mm. for five or ten minutes, yeah. and then her daughter comes out, and I thought, oh my god, this is tough, yeah, a tough act to follow. And follow even actually mom, just yeah. sort of said that, like, mm. oh, this is. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Tough act to follow, right? Yeah. And I thought, oh my God, where's this going to go? Yeah. Oh. That's really good, doesn't she it? She was absolutely yeah. brilliant. Really funny. And was, so like her mum. Yeah. And there was a great series of callbacks, you know, where you say something yes. and then five minutes later you call back to it. So that was great. And her whole half an hour set had this great resolution in it as well, where you just go, bang, punchline, the end, out. And I was just like, oh. It was a proper yeah. It was a, piece a very art, good crafted, you know. well crafted re- really piece good. of. And then Janie came out and did uh, you know a good hour and hour and a half on on stuff, and she did the voices and all that. But it was just really good quality uh, observational comedy, and it, you know, I mean Michael McIntyre and all them lot—they get a bit of a bad rap. You know, Stuart Lee's always ripping into them about their observational comedy and running around the stage and all the rest of it. But when it's done well, the observational oh, stuff, it's just really and good. Rude. Yeah, it was very oh my rude. God, so um, rude, so funny. Um, so just hands up or hands down to Janie Godley. She is coming to London in the Leicester Square Theatre, but I believe it is sold, sold out. out. She's sold out everywhere. But if it's you can go not on, dead yet. Yeah, if you can go on via Gogo or get some tickets from somewhere get if there's some. any returns, definitely go and get some. It's a brilliant show. And Ashley, her daughter, was utterly superb. Um, and, and to do I all think, of that, you know, she has chemo every week yeah. on a Wednesday. She'd just had chemo and the day she'd, before. She'd had chemo. Yeah. She must be yeah. shattered. It's amazing what performing does to you, though. It's yeah. a medicine in itself. Yeah. You know, and also, oh, my God, the love in the room mm. for her. Yeah. You know, she is she is quite something. Mm. Absolutely. I, I love that woman. So inspiring. What do you want to talk about, Fleischmann or shrinking? Um, Fleischmann, because Fleischmann is something we can talk about okay. together. I, I really, really want okay. to touch on that. It, so it uh, blew my mind, Fleischmann's. We going to talk about this last week, but I think we ran out of time. But mm. there's a series on Disney Plus called uh, Fleischmann's in Trouble. And uh, it's a comedy drama, and I think it's seven episodes, or an hour long each. And it's played by Jesse Eisenberg, who um, played Mark Zuckerberg in The Social he's so, Network. He's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's very, very good. Uh, Andy said he, he's a lot like Woody Allen, a young Woody Allen. He is a lot like and he. That's so exactly he's, what he's like, yeah, because yeah. he's... He's got that he's, real kind of Jewish flair about him, that But New York he's Jewish also, thing. he's not... Because I've seen him play mm. kind of a sexy character mm-hmm. or somebody who's quite attractive, mm-hmm. but he's he plays a non-kind of attractive person. Yes. Just a practical yeah. doctor, you know, just a kind of nice guy. And it's so interesting. Uh, Claire Danes is in it. At the beginning, I really, really was struggling with um, yeah. Claire Danes and... Um, Toby Fleischman's like relationship, Rachel, yeah. Rachel and Toby's relationship, because yeah. I just sort of thought, well, it reminded me a bit of Martin McCutcheon and Hugh Grant. Yes, it in, wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah, well, once. But, yeah. but I, um, but actually, in the last episode or the second to last episode, mm-hmm. I suddenly thought, oh, 
hang on a minute, I, I see it now mm. because Rachel was a different person to the person that I thought from the beginning of the show. It was a brilliantly mm-hmm. crafted series, a bit like we were talking about Ashley and Janie's comedy, yeah. the way that it's resolves. resolved. Yeah. This series resolved itself. It was so unexpected. Mm. We were both like, what's happening? Which Fleischman? Mm. What's going on? It was and also painful mm-hmm. to watch. If you're in your 40s or 50s, yeah. you know, watch it. It will trigger so many mm-hmm. kind of memories, thoughts, emotions, feelings, yeah. emotions. It's brilliant. It is really, really good. There's, it's like, it is like therapy, I think. A good, I think good telly or good drama teaches some, you something about yeah. yourself and something mm. about the world. And in every episode, I think there was three or four things where I thought, I'd love to write that down. Mm. There's funny little phrases or a little saying or something. You think, yeah, I knew well, that. the narrator, who is an actress, you know, mm. who plays a role in the movie. The narrator is a, a journalist in the movie and um, she writes and speaks mm. so brilliantly. She has a fantastic turn of phrase. That's what you're thinking of. The, all those little sayings yes. that she says yeah. in the narration are just amazing. But the, the overall writing as well, because even um, is it Sam, their friend, yes. um, he's got some great Adam Brody. lines. Yeah, Adam Brody, mm. yeah, he's got some great lines in it as well. I just really liked it. What's interesting is you're watching it and you think it's a you think the story's about Toby Fleischman, hence mm. the name Fleischman's in trouble, but then you realise there's four Fleischmans in this because there's the husband, the wife and the two kids. But the the girl narrating it is not one of the Fleischmans. She's a friend of Toby Fleischman, yet it's her story. So you think it's his story, but it's it's not necessarily his story. It's it's her story of how she perceives his story. It's It's bloody good. It's one of the best things I've seen in ages. I cried a lot. And the in, child, in a good children, way. the child actors in it are ex- oh, extraordinary. Yeah, the girl in particular. Oh, she was off the Yeah, child. she's fantastic. Um, if you haven't got a Disney Plus subscription, then, you know, see if you can get one or borrow one for a week or something Well, there's like something that. else that we were going to talk about, which is on Disney Plus, which I know you've mentioned before, Shrinking. That's on Apple TV. Oh, it is on Apple TV. Yeah, that's right. all right. Yeah, right. we talked about Shrinking. Sorry, yeah. But um, we started watching this again because you hadn't seen it, so we started at episode one. Oh, my God, I love it so much. Let me just finish on the Fleischmans because yeah, I do want to say I really, say really it. highly recommend it. I mean, I know we only recommend things on this podcast, so we're recommending everything. But this is something, don't let it pass you by. You know, do do a bit of reading on it first. I, mm-hmm. I read three or four reviews, all five-star reviews, and I was like, this is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I watched episode one. Andy did as well. Um, and then um, it was like... We just discussed it every day at work. There's so much in it. So definitely go and watch that. Shrinking, Apple TV. Um, hang on a minute. Fleischmann's got 7.7. Oh, uh, yeah, good. It's pretty pretty fair which rating. Is, which is, mm. I think, quite accurate. Yeah, because it's not an easy watch. Well, it's quite painful. Yeah, it is, yeah. Anyway, Shrinking, I started yeah. watching with Chester. Yeah. I am obsessed. Yes, yeah, great. Obsessed. Do you know what Chester was saying today? He was going, Shrinking just makes me feel so good. Who said that? Chester. Oh, has he watched more of it then? No, he's watching it with me. Oh, okay. So we've watched three episodes, but I I absolutely yeah. love it. It's basically this this concept. The concept is so true yeah. that so many therapists Need are quite therapy. messed up. <laughs> yeah, like, um, you know, if, if, if I know therapists, if, yeah. I, if I've got any friends that are therapists... Yeah. They often become therapists because they've had a very, very tough time yes. themselves. Anyway, on top of that, this this therapist 
is bereaved and he's lost his wife. But mm. it has just an absolutely fantastic vibe to it. And then I wasn't surprised to hear that Brett Goldstein from Ted Lasso is a producer on it. So he's an executive producer on it. And he also um, has written an episode. Oh, has he? And the latest episode to come out, mm. I think, was written by him. Oh, great. Oh. Yeah. But I, Harrison you know, Ford is brilliant oh, in it, isn't he? Oh my so God. subtle in it, you know. All the cast is yeah. so funny. And it has real... If you love Ted Lasso, yeah. you will love this. It's mm. got that same... It's got that same, like, guffaw kind mm. of sense of humour with those funny characters with really weird, quirky personalities where they all intertwine mm. and they're very different characters, but they work really well together. And then on top of that, you've got those moments which American writers are so good yeah, at, yeah, where good you're at. laughing, 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 and then suddenly somebody punches you in the solar plexus and you can't breathe because mm. you are just so moved yeah. by something. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's very good. Did you know that... Um, I think psychiatrists are the, is the career with the highest rate of suicide. I thought it was dentists. I think someone said it had changed to dentists just recently, which is quite weird. But um, it doesn't surprise me that psychiatrists go a bit bonkers. Well, I think, um, I, I mean, I could understand as well, even if they don't kill themselves, that it would drive you mad. Yeah. Because um, very, very hard... I. I very hard not to take on other people's pain. Mm. And if you're taking seven people a day's pain on, mm. and very, very hard not to take it home. Yes, I know. I wonder if you could split your therapy sessions into, like, bad news and good news. You know, like, you just have a place reserved for people to come and tell you good stuff. Well, that, that could be <laughs> the type of therapy that you give. Yeah. It's quite interesting, isn't it? I think it? that's brilliant. I, I love the kind of therapy he gives, mm. which is honesty. I remember someone... Um, Someone saying about, you know, it's it's actually very difficult to give people good news, like, about yourself. Like, if something good happens to you, there's very few people that will be happy for you. Mm. You know, trying to find people that are genuinely happy that something good has happened to you. They're mainly just a little bit irritated by it. Mm. And um, I could open a therapeutic practice where people could just come and tell me good news and I'd genuinely be happy for them. Mm. Most, I think that's a... Like, I most think, of them. I think... I think um, this idea of um, you can come and tell me everything, but at the end you have to spend the last ten minutes telling me something good that's happened good. To you this <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, yeah. It's a very nice idea because yeah. it will leave you feeling leaving a, a therapy session feeling feeling good, good, yeah, a bit better, yeah, or at least that there is light. Mm, yeah, I've got like five other things I can talk about, but we're up to nearly an hour, so no, let's, let's do some shout let's outs, do shall shout we? Outs. Um, hope can you're I all... just say yeah? how nice is this candle? Oh, yes, absolutely mm. great. Is the this... smell is nice, but it looks so pretty. The CCC yeah. candle that we talked about last week. I'm burning it as we're doing this podcast. And is this the one that zero fucks given? Um, yeah, look, this is the refill over here. Mm -hmm. The zero fucks refill. Oh, I love a zero fucks refill. Nice smell. Yeah, it smells great, yeah. Well done. Um, this is so clever. These people, yeah, it's really good. And if you if you are interested in this candle, you can go back to last week's pod. Oh, yeah, we talked um, about it then, And you will find the link mm -hmm. uh, in all the places that you listen to the pod. The link to the candle is on there. Um, I'm, I'm feeling good because mm. there's like four things I haven't talked about this yeah, week good. that I can hang on for next I'm week. I'm really so, pleased. Yeah, it's right good, so it is. Um, okay, let's do a couple of shout-outs here. Let's see uh, what Sue has said here. So this is Sue Moynan. 
Um, she says here, the therapy couch is definitely worth listening to. Very similar to yours, with a couple chatting oh, to no, each other and um, lots of banter. It's um, that's it's the therapy crouch. Oh, crouch! It's oh. Abby, Abby, and um, oh, yeah, Peter Abby Crouch, Clan- Abby, Abby, Abby Clancy. Can I hug? Um, yeah. I love it. It's your mouth. It's the mouth when you... Is it? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's really cute. Um, well, thanks, Sue. Yes, the therapy um, crowd. I love... <laughs> you hand... When I was reading that, she handed me glasses because she knew full well I wasn't reading it properly. I, I, I love you. those two because we work with Peter Crouch, obviously, and, and yeah. um, we saw Abby there. She is... She's they are very nice. And they are very funny together. Uh, Claire Jackson here says, I'm recommending this. It doesn't come out until the end of March. I read the book and it's so good and oh. terrifying. I love oh. any film with Tony, Tony Collette. Collette. She's just an amazing actor. She is. I just know this is going to be bloody good. Oh my God, where did you see that trailer? Know, oh, look at that. Oh. Ooh, teenage girls. Oh. Are developing a new organ. What? A new organ? This is not a hoax. Wow. The Power Comes, I think is what it's called. And it's called The Power, and it's going to be on Prime Video the 31st of March. We'll have to go and watch the trailer for that. It looks really good. Thanks, Claire. That's wow, absolutely great. That looks really good. Um, oh, look, it's Jane. Oh, let's have a look. Go back. Jane here, medical. Jane's my friend. Yes, I thought so. Yeah, she's the admin so, on my um, my Facebook menopause so, page, Menopausing and Me. So what's this then? Jane MHDG. MHDG. MHDG is her Facebook menopausing page. Okay. And um, she she is an absolute menopause warrior. She's brilliant. <laughs> she said here, we watched Bullet Train and it was okay. Funny in places, weirdly funny. Not one I'd watch again. Love Brad Pitt. Fair enough, uh, Jane. It's not for everybody. Um, Unforgotten, Series 5 on ITV. Another great series. Watched all. I've never seen Unforgotten, any of Unforgotten. No, neither have I. Hang on a minute. Mm. Um, you carry on talking. I'm okay. going to look it up. Thanks very much for that, Jane. God, I can't fucking see anything. Um, Kirsty, oh yeah, there you take no, no, these. Keep, no, no, keep no, them, keep them, because I can just type um, blind. So this is Kirsty Roots or Rutes. Yeah, put them back on. Um, it says, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, I have a recommendation not only for Rich Roll, but this episode I think Michael would love and resonate being in the industry. John Pearson, what's this then? Not only for Rich Roll. Oh, 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 oh no! Listen. Yeah. What? Yes. What? Kirsty, this yes, Kirsty. Yeah. So I recommended John Pearson for H, um, the men's magazine. Yes, Feel Good. Yeah. HQ. Yes, and um, he has done an absolutely brilliant mm-hmm. podcast with Rich Rolls. Who's Rich Rolls? Do you know? Have you heard of him? No, I was thinking about money. I thought. It's being no. rich and so rolling around in money. He's, I, listened to, I listened to half of this the other day, but oh, I wasn't going to talk about this until rich I'd podcast. listened to the whole of it. Rich Roll's really brilliant. Yeah. And um, this is a very long podcast, but it is worth listening to. He, not only because he's had the most amazing career. So for me, it was a real kind of blast from the past listening to him talking about what it was like becoming the first male the supermodel. supermodel oh, wow. But then also mm-hmm. about his... Um, bringing up children yeah. and how to try and um, be an ambassador to women and dealing with what he sees as toxic masculinity. It's quite yeah. interesting hearing an incredibly kind of what you would view as a kind of masculine man. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, does all this stuff for men and all this mm-hmm. magazine stuff and everything, but at the same time is aware 
of wanting to be a better man to yeah. women because he's, you know, he's trying to kind of teach his kids stuff. He's really, he's great. And he's from, oh, unfortunately, from he's Yorkshire. from Yorkshire. It's all right. Is that I okay? Cope with that curse Will you be you. all right with that? I'm okay with that. I can okay. handle the Yorkshire lot. Okay. As long as they buy us a drink. Yeah, um, he's he's definitely going to buy you a drink when he meets you. Thanks, Kirsty. I'm going to have a listen to uh, that. So rich, rich roll. Yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I couldn't. Um, uh, <laughs> we should put the link to it on uh, the page, yes. Saskia. So rich roll interviewing John Pearson. Thanks very much indeed for that, uh, Kirsty. Oh, I've lost me where I am now, Kirsty. There we go. And let's have one more here. So this is from Michelle Naylor. Morning, just listening to this week's pod about the remote control plugs. Oh, yeah. We've been using the Alexa-enabled smart sockets for lamps, Alexa bulbs for lights at Christmas. We have a group set up that allows us to turn on all the festive <gasps> lights at once, inside and outside. Shut the front door. We just say, Alexa, turn on Christmas, and the whole house is lit up. Shut up. Uh, as you need the Alexa app, uh, you can even turn them on when you're not at home. They are brilliant. Yes. Uh, I mean, we, I've, what I've got to say is that the thing we've got is like a step back from that. Uh, the Alexa thing is like a step up. You've gone like next level, Michelle. Um, is it hard to go next level? I'm it's on not next because level. we've got echoes in everybody's room and everything here. Like you can do nobody, the whole thing. uses the big problem is, is I think they all need to be signed into the same account, mm. and you can have sub accounts and stuff like that, but it, it requires quite a bit of to in and fro in. Um, Should we spend like one day in the Easter holidays? Yeah, we could sort it all out. Yeah, sorting it because we could have like an intercom. We've got to come at well. it, pincer movement, you we and do. me together. Yeah, from every corner, every child in this house. Yep. Okay. We're on it. Let's do this. And then we can go, Alexa, wake the fucking kids up! <laughs> and make the tea! Get back in the bath! <laughs> um, okay, a little in-joke there. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Dawn O'Porter's looking more and more like me and Claudia Winkleman every day. Look how long her hair's got. She's got wow. a fringe. Wow! Um, oh, this is an old pic. Oh. Though. This is an old pic, yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Um... It's nice to talk to everybody. Oh, God, I really thought I had nothing to say. Yeah, you've always, you've always got something to say. Funny that, though, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Eh? God, I love that. Smell. And you can eat peanuts to your heart. Oh, great. Delight. I'm going to have some now. Um, I'm going to go and watch a film with Joel tonight. Yeah, and I'm going to go and watch more Shrinking with Chester. Okay. Uh, it's a Korean film called Old Boy, if anybody's interested. I'll maybe talk about it next week. Okay. Only if it's good. I'm eating. Oh, my God. I've got See to take my head. Bye. Bye, everybody. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.